Thanks for tuning in to the Brooks Free Library podcast. My name is Emily Milan. I'm the assistant director here at Brooks, and I'll be hosting the Know Your Town series. The Know Your Town podcast series is a cooperative effort of the Brooks Free Library and the Town of Harwich Voter Information Committee. We invited the heads of each town department to join us to answer some questions about operations, how COVID impacted their workflow, budget questions, and just general information that would be helpful for the public to know. So grab your coffee and settle in. We'll be back in just a moment with today's guest. Welcome back, podcast listeners. Today I am joined by uh, the Town of Harwich Harbor Master, John Rendon. Thanks for joining me today, John. Yeah, thanks for having me. So before we jump into the questions that the committee put forward to all of our department heads, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, a pleasure to do so. So, you know, I got here in Harwich uh, back in July of 2012, um, hired as the Harbor Master. And, uh, uh, you know, prior to that, I was the Deputy Harbor Master in Chatham for about um, three and a half years. And uh, and before that, I, I spent 25 years uh, as an officer in the Coast Guard, moving all you know, all throughout the country over the years uh, on various ships and various assignments. And uh, and then we decided to retire here in Harwich uh, after my service. I married my wife uh, was was from here. And and so um, that's, you know, that's kind of my background. I've been on the water pretty much all my adult life. I went to the Coast Guard Academy and graduated from there in uh, 19... Um, 88 and was active duty there for the rest of the time. So uh, I've got three grown children and two grandchildren, and uh, we uh, we sure uh, enjoy being here in Harwich. Harwich is a great place to live. Uh, so pardon the pun, but it kind of sounds like you jumped in and got your feet wet immediately coming on board in July. July must be a busy time of the year for you as Harbor Master. Um, but tell us a little bit about your department's role and purpose and how that works throughout the year. And if you can, if you could specifically give our listeners some some idea of how the pandemic impacted your operations over the last year. Yeah, absolutely. You know, much of what we do here is uh, and what I do here is the Harbor Master really linked in well with what I did in, in my Coast Guard career. Um, in my mind, one of our primary missions here in uh, the department is public safety, maritime public safety. We maintain a uh, recall status uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week um, throughout the year uh, to respond to any type of maritime emergency that may occur out there. We maintain a a boat in the water throughout the year, even through the winter months, um, and are ready to respond uh, should the need arise. We probably average uh, 50, 55 cases a year. You know, that varies from a boat that runs out of gas or uh, a boat that has a mechanical problem and needs a tow or uh, a grounding, a boat who, who grounds on the bottom, swimmers in the water that are struggling, a variety of, of instances in which we uh, remain ready to respond. And, 
you know, to me, that's that's kind of the primary focus. And and what many people see is the work that we do um, uh, managing our, our marina. So obviously we have um, one of the larger marinas on Cape Cod. We have 202 uh, slips, permitted slips here in the marina that was, uh, you know, fairly recently renovated, dredged in new docks and it's just a great resource the town has, and and it keeps us busy. It's uh, we got a very diverse group that operates out of our marina, um, from a commercial fleet, fishing fleet, uh, charter boats, uh, obviously recreational boats, passenger boats uh, such as those that do seal cruises, uh, tour cruises, uh, fishing, and then we have the the island ferry, uh, the Freedom Ferry that runs out of Sacagawea. So it's a, it's a busy place. And uh, in addition to that, we have waterways, expansive waterways in Harwich. You know, we have three major harbors: Sacagawea, and then Witchmere, and Allen Harbor. Uh, all of which we have town resources. Uh, Witchmere, we have a town pier, town fish pier, commercial pier, and Allen Harbor, we have. Um, also uh, town docks, a boat ramp, and, and, a, and a public landing. And in addition, we have moorings in the Herring River, and uh, we're also on the north side, which uh, uh, we have a, a significant mooring field in Round Cove and Pleasant Bay. And then we also have presence on Long Pond. So, you know, when you think about how much coverage that we have to manage and maintain with a uh, with a uh, staff of four full-time employees, and then we hire a couple of seasonals. Um, it's 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 a big job. We tried to provide uh, uh, presence on the water as best as we can. Another big part of our mission is is enforcing both state and local boating regulations. So, and, and when I say that, I mean. Uh, making sure boats are registered, making sure people are wearing life jackets or have life jackets on board and have the required safety equipment that that is needed based upon their their boat size. So that's a big piece as well. So we have um, we try to have presence on the water as best as we can. We do a lot of permitting, uh, obviously permit all the slips, all the moorings, all the offloading permits, the waterway user fees permits. And so throughout the year, we have scheduled permit renewals that are due and, and, and that, that takes um, a bit of work. We have about 600, over 600 moorings throughout the various mooring fields that I, that I mentioned. And not only is that dealing with permitting, but as far as uh, working with our mooring servicing agents on the placement and the management of the mooring fields um, is a big part of what we do. Dredging, you know, uh, we have to maintain our, our waterways, maintain our channels coming in and out of our harbors. And dredging is required every year um, to, to do that. And we work closely with the Barnstable County Dredge to, um, to come in and, and, and dredge our harbors. And it's, uh, there's two benefits from it. Obviously, it keeps our, our waterways open and, and clear to the permitted depths. But that material is placed on on our public beaches for nourishment. Um, the, the material is tested and it's and it's good sand that we take out of our channels and that helps to nourish our beaches. And uh, so again, every year, this time of the year, frankly, spring is when we, we pretty much dredge. 
So do you um, have anything that you'd like to share with listeners about how the pandemic impacted your ability to um, do your work over the last year? Yeah, um, I'll tell you, fortunately, um, we continued to operate throughout the pandemic. Um, our marina remained open. Uh, we had uh, a little bit of a slow start. Um, uh, once it once it kicked off, uh, and when I say slow start, uh, some of the charter boats um, it impacted them with their ability to carry passengers, the ferry, and some of our passenger boats. All those had to make some adjustments as far as how many people they could take and what their requirements were um, to take passengers. Uh, for hire. And so they were impacted uh, to a degree. Uh, but the large portion of the recreational boating community really wasn't. Um, you know, we obviously put some safety protocols in place here at the harbor uh, to ensure we were maintaining social distancing and mask uh, requirements and one person at the office at a time. And signage and all all that other departments uh, i think were were doing we you know we, we put in place and we worked closely with our uh, maritime community to educate and to a little bit of enforcement but by and large we had great cooperation from our maritime community understanding what the protocols were and, and i think they were just happy and many of them just to to get out and either get on the water or get on their boat or come and enjoy the harbor outside in a safe manner so uh, we were we were fortunate that we didn't have to to shut down at all yeah i think you're right i think our natural resources were one of um the benefits to being in Harwich during the pandemic in the various um, states of lockdown or, you know, isolation to be able to get outside was a, was a huge thing. Um, so I'm glad that you were able to put safety protocols in place so that that could continue to happen. Um, in listening to the role and in the mission of your department, I can see lots of, of places for natural collaboration with other departments. I know I've already had the benefit of, um, talking to our fire chief, Dave LeBlanc, as well as your assistant harbor master and the natural resources director, Heinz Prof. And they've both mentioned ways um, that you work collaboratively with the fire department in terms of your emergency responses on the water. And I know that you work closely with natural resources on a variety of things. Can you tell us a little bit more about those collaborations and any other departments in town that you interact with on a regular basis? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I think I mentioned we have four full-time staff and a couple of seasonal, and we couldn't do what we do and as much as we do without the support of many departments. I mean, you know, obviously Harwich Fire uh, provides us great support and great resources when it comes to responding to a medical case, responding to a boat fire, responding to any type of maritime emergency we have a great relationship with them as far as uh, communication notification they have folks who are trained to operate our boats um, if need be um, and they respond in a minute's notice if if we need help and so that's a 
And, and, and the same goes for the police department. We've had a few cases where police presence has been required and, uh, and without hesitation, they are there to, to assist. Um, Heinz Prof, yeah, I mean, he works here at the Harbor with us. It's just a real natural uh, uh, joint effort um, that he provides great service to us here as an assistant Harbor master. He's a, a talented boat driver and, and pretty much everything we do, he, he can assist. And, you know, our roles obviously overlap with regard to the waterways and his enforcement of the uh, shellfish and water quality and all that he does kind of links directly with with what we do here um, at the harbor. And so it's a it's a, a great fit. But there are many departments. I mean, conservation uh, agent we talk to all the time uh, when it comes to preparing to dredge or putting beaches on the sand or applications for people who want docks to put uh, in the waterway, uh, water dependent structures. And so we collaborate all the time uh, with regard to some of those things. But DPW provides us terrific support when we need assistance with uh, maintaining our, our, our facilities, our waterfront facilities. And we couldn't do what we do without their support. Uh, you know, town engineer, finance, all the departments that, um, uh, that we have here in one way or other, uh, we work with to, to get done what we need to get done. You've given us a great overview of the manpower that goes into accomplishing all of the things that you accomplish and how you collaborate with other departments. Can you tell us a little bit about the financial side of things, um, you know, financial resources and your budget? Yeah, absolutely. Um, our budget between our, our, our salary and salary and wages and our operating expenses, you know, we're, we're right at uh, uh, about, almost $600,000 to run our department. When, when you look at the various um, salary and wages and, and the line item of our operating expenses that I won't, you know, uh, go into too much detail on. But um, on, on the flip side of that, from a revenue standpoint, the department brings in just, you know, the last full year that I can compare to was fiscal year 20. And we brought in about $1.4 million in revenue um, for the department. So, and, and how do we do that? You know, the, the biggies are obviously the seasonal dockage uh, costs and the visitor dockage um, and the mooring fees. And, you know, there's a, a litany of, of revenue that we collect from our, from our users of our waterways. And, uh, and, and so, you know, we do bring in significant revenue and, and, you know, some of that revenue goes to paying uh, obviously our department expenses, but also um, goes to paying some of the debt service on some of these projects that we've fortunately uh, been able to accomplish. And obviously the two biggies are uh, the renovation of our dock system uh, that occurred three years ago. We cleared out Sacratucket Harbor and brought a dredge, dredged the harbor and put in new um, new docks. And, and we also did the landside part of the project as well, where we 
built a new harbor master harbor master department building and a boardwalk system and we capitalized on what used to be the old downy property where we expanded our parking and and put our new garage there um after the old one that we had on bank street was was getting ready to to crumble and and so we've done some big things to improve our facilities and and some of that revenue that we generate uh fortunately we can put towards paying some of that debt down but in a, in a snapshot you know we we generate um some significant revenue for the town yeah absolutely it sounds like it um you mentioned the capital project of the improvements at Witchmere harbor and um just wanted to say that the timing of that was fantastic. As you mentioned at the beginning of the recording, um, it was definitely a resource that people were able to enjoy in 2020, despite all of the other challenges. So having that project complete and additional parking and, and more space was definitely a benefit to everyone. John, you've given us a really good overview of the department as a whole and the committee the Voter Information Committee being focused on how community members can stay informed and involved obviously came up with a question that relates to that. So we'll finish off our recording with that question. Can you highlight some ways that residents and voters can stay informed about um, the goings on at the harbor and also be involved um, with that process if that's something that they're interested in pursuing? I know you have a waterways committee, so I thought we might start off by talking. Yeah, about absolutely. Um, we do have a waterways committee and, um, you know, since I've been here, they've uh, been a real uh, great resource uh, for me personally. And <clears throat> of course, I think for the town um, and they meet monthly. We have uh, regular meetings that are uh, well attended <clears throat> and um, anything that comes across uh, um, you know my desk as far as um, potential regulation changes or the request to, to build new uh, water dependent structures such as docks or floats you know those the approving authority for those are the conservation commission, but all those have to go before the waterways to evaluate whether there are any navigational issues. Um, and so they review all of those, you know, if somebody doesn't like a decision that I've made based upon our regulations and they want to appeal those decisions, those would go first and foremost to the waterways committee and they're an advisory board, uh, to the board of selectmen. Um, and so, you know, those meetings are obviously, the uh, agendas are posted and they're open to the public for review. And that I think at the start would give people a good idea of some of the uh, topics and some of the issues that come before um, the department. Uh, the best way to kind of get involved and to understand what we do is to, to come and visit the Harbor and we have our office is open during the summer, seven days a week from 7.30 in the morning till about uh, nine o'clock at night, where we uh, keep our, our watch going throughout the summer season. In the winter, it's pretty much six days a week um, and during the workday, uh, eight to four. But, um, you know, come and talk to us. Uh, if people have questions or wondering 
uh, about certain things that they're seeing either at our town landings or our waterways. Um, we, we, we enjoy the opportunity to, uh, to talk about what we do and answer any questions that people may have. And, um, and so that's what I would recommend. All right. Well, thank you, John. I'll make sure that I put a link to the Harbor Masters webpage on the Town of Harwich website um, in the show notes so that people can quickly access that um, as well as your contact information. Um, but I thank you for joining me today, John. I think that this has been really informative and I appreciate the information that you shared with well, us Well, thank today. you. Thanks for the opportunity and uh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to this segment of the Know Your Town series. We hope you enjoyed it and learned a little something new in the process. Visit the links in the show notes for more information on the resources discussed in each episode and to sign up for alerts via the Civic Ready Alert system. If you're considering joining a town board or committee, we hope you'll visit the Voter Information Committee page on the Town of Harwich website where you'll find a list of current vacancies and information on how to apply. Thanks for listening and take care everyone.